Hello and welcome to a special episode of Laps Gamer, a Ballyhoo episode, where we are looking at Castlevania Season 3 now. And I'm joined by Colm. Good evening. Good evening to you, Colm. And our other resident Castlevania expert, unfortunately, is so distraught by the fact that Dracula was killed at the end of the last season that he decided to go through to, through to hell to bring him back. So at the moment, it's quite indisposed. And that's Mark. Hmm. Who knows whether he'll be back for season four or not. Oh, so, yes. Be. So, Colm, you... When did you... Finish watching this. Was it today? Uh, half six today. Yes. Wow. Hot so, off a press. It's fresh take. in my mind, as fresh as it can ever be, <laughs> knowing me, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I got a little uh, DM from Andy on Sunday, I think it was, and uh, yeah, apparently I had started watching season three uh, a while back, but I said I was on episode four at that time, but I said no, I'll go back and watch it all again. It's lucky they're only 20 odd minutes long anyway, and there's 10 seasons, so you know, a couple of hours and you, you're done. Um, so yeah, I have to say now this was a lot slower overall than the previous ones. So yeah. far for me, season two is probably the most action packed of the lot of them. Yeah, and this one was definitely a slower build. I'd say they could have fit season three and four into the one into the one season if they really wanted to push it but they were introducing other characters and other uh, you know uh, uh, and bringing on from the other characters from season 2 so uh, continuing that story so I can see where they were coming from mm. um, but even though the, the episodes are only 20 minutes long some of them were were, were, were quite slow and yeah that was yes. my overall uh, feel to it it is a slow build-up, isn't it? It's a yeah. very slow build-up. I think the story in Season 3 is less epic. Yes, definitely. There's, there's not one main villain. There's no central villain, really. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a feel of... There's, there's sort of a... There's a couple of factions now go, ongoing with all, with all their mm. own interests, you know, and, and that's good, I suppose, because it's not just, you know one faction against the other so that's good but I'd say they'll get another few seasons out of this now to be honest with you well I mean, we're going to go into it all but yeah. a definitely, we've already announced season 4 Yeah, potentially the last one with Warren Ellis because there's some allegations made against him so we don't know if it's going to be Warren Ellis for 4 and 5 but Warren Ellis wants to finish his story off with these characters right but um, I mean this is a longer season and like you, you know, you know what it feels like. I don't know. Have you ever, did you ever watched Game of Thrones? That's what it felt like to me. That's what I was going to say. It did feel like Game of Thrones, with with the, the you know the overall build up and the, you know the, mm. the different factions and there's a lot going on, um, with the characters and stuff like that. So yeah, there was a there was a definitely a feel of Game of Thrones with the with the overall build up. With the overall build up, but I hope they don't continue that build up in season four now that they progress the story a bit more. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like Game of Thrones always did the penultimate episode of the season. <laughs> that was a major, you know, yeah. like the Red Wedding and all yeah. sorts of things. Yeah. All the action would happen in that episode. And that's yeah. And then the final one would be like just a chill out episode or a reflection or a, a consequent effect, consequence and effect episode. Yeah. 
quite the same here, wasn't it? Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, the season uh, episode ten was definitely all the, most of the action wasn't there, and, and season nine or episode nine as well. So yeah, I was expecting a bit more action to be honest with you, based on the other two yeah. seasons. So I was a little bit. I wasn't bored because the the characters and the way it's done um, is done very well. But I think they could have sped it along. Considering, like I said, they're only twenty minutes long. I think if they had been, yeah. on, if they had went on for longer than you know an hour as an episode, I think I would have probably not bothered. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Twenty twenty odd minutes suits it. I think Warren Ellis has said he's got all these balls in the air yeah. now, and he's saying he does need to bring them down to earth. He does Definitely. need to bring them all together. Yeah. So I think we're heading for that way. Yeah. So. End of season two, Dracula killed. Yeah. By his son, Alucard. Yeah. Um, Trevor Belmont and Cypher going off together. Yeah. Um, Alucard left behind in the castle. Um, Camilla with Hector, Forgemaster, and Isaac in the desert. Yeah. And that was where we left it all. Pretty much. Uh, and we have covered the first two seasons on previous episodes. Off the top of my head, I can't remember, but we'll find them in our feed. Um, so go and listen to those two episodes before you come and join us, if you haven't watched them, and because we will spoil the heck out of this. I can't, I can't swear. It keeps bleeping it out. <laughs> we will. We're going balls deep, as they say. <laughs> See? Anyone does. <laughs> so, like you said, episode one. Where, um, Mr. Where, Mr. Where did you watch this then? Over last week. All right, um, good. Okay. Yeah, so it's fairly recent for me. Yeah. I do have 10 pages of A5 notes. Fair play to you. Yeah. Yeah, I was like stopping and starting and. It's really difficult to watch something like this because I have to watch it like late at night because the wife yeah. doesn't like it. Can't watch it in front of the kids, you know. Some yeah. some strange reason you can't watch vampires and sex in front of a three year old and a one year old for some really for some strange reason. Strange reason, I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not as if they're think of all the questions you will be getting asked. And uh, and uh, Daddy, why have they got strange teeth? <laughs> Yeah, particularly, and, uh, but, particularly in episode nine. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but you can say, but then again, you can show them Hotel Transylvania or the Count of um, Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the safe <laughs> ways to show vampires and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so watching this late at night, um, episode one. It's a very much an intro. Like I said, it does feel like the whole. Four or five episodes of like intro episodes, where he's just putting all these characters into place. So we've got Alucard, who seems to be going a bit mad, doesn't he? Yeah. Fishing, and he's got two dolls: one of Cipher and one of um, Belmont. And he still hates Belmont and yeah. still rips into Belmont, and he still wants Cipher, doesn't he? Yeah. Still gutted about that. Definitely, yeah. I mean, um, poor old Belmont. He gets it. He gets a bad. He gets a bad rip. You know. I mean, I, I know he's not a very likable character, but at the oh, still, he's got, I know. he's got a mean whip, and he he gets the job done mostly. 
And uh, I quite liked him in this season. I thought it was quite funny. I thought yeah. It was quite. Yeah. I thought, and I, uh, when I come, come, someone summing up at the end of it, I'm a bit gutted about what we did with the Belmont Cipher storyline. We'll come to that. Yeah. Um, like I said, they, they are spoilers. Um, I think Cipher and Belmont, when it sort of flips over to Cipher and Belmont, they're in a wagon and we talk about cold feet. Yeah. Ah, mate. My wife's got cold feet. I hate it. So I understand this perfectly. Right, yeah. You know, women must have... I think it's just something in the circulation that women just have cold feet and mm. just want to put it on you and just... You know, just get a big bed, a bigger bed so they can't touch you. <laughs> ah, I'm not bursting. I'm not super king and it's not big enough. All right, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, she's not a hobbit. You know, she no, no, okay, tall. that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got air with that one <laughs> so awesome. yeah. Um, so yeah they have a close relationship but it's, you know, it's quite funny I was just like, like chuckling along to this you know he's complaining about her cold feet she just wants to be warmed up yeah um, I, I, she yeah, seems yeah. she seems more in control of her powers as well yes yes definitely <laughs> yeah uh, Ben so, just just <clears throat> doesn't know when to shut his mouth, does he really? No, neither do I sometimes. I think that's quite related. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but they, 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 they get on. They, they seem to be, you know, more compatible, even though they're, you know, on paper they shouldn't be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, she, I mean... She, do, seems to, she... she seems to like him anyway. Oh, yeah, she seems really happy. Because yeah. with him, you know, like, we're always talking about sleeping in my wagon, how great it is and stuff. Yeah. And so, that's quite funny. Yeah. Um, then we flick over to Carmilla, don't we? And yes. we see her. And I, I got confused with the dates. It seems to be a month has passed, but she's talking about a 13-day travel, hasn't she? Yes. So she's been travelling for, was it 13 days or 30 days, did she say? Well, I got confused between 13 and 30. I kept going back and it still yeah. didn't make any sense. So, a long time anyway. Yeah, yeah. She lost her houses as well. Yeah. She lost a lot of men and her army as well. And her horses were, you know, she lost them too. So, she wasn't, she's not a happy bunny. No, no, no. she's not. No. And we get introduced to, was it three new characters? Yes. Really. Sisters. Sisters, um, now I wrote down the names Morana, Lenore, and Strigger. Yeah. Now, Lenore, get more into Lenore. I think Strigger's the tactician one, the general type one. Yeah. Lenore's like the dip, calls herself a diplomat, and Morana's like the. What do you call it? Financial assistant. Nah, like a quartermaster, she organises everything. Yes, okay, yeah. Just a strategist. Yeah. <laughs> she's the brains behind the three of them. I think she just starts out all where the food is and yeah. what you can do and how far you can go and stuff. And well, Camilla is like the uh, music. She, she's the one who seems to come up with these bright ideas and they all have to go along with it. Yeah, but I think Camilla's full of herself as well. Like She's a bit bossy, yeah. you know, but the, others, the other trees sisters that's what they call themselves anyway they seem to be able to handle her yeah you know when they come together they, they make her see sense 
Yeah. Um, uh. Especially with, you know, everything's her idea, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work yeah. that, that way in the end. And uh, out, of, out of four of them, which one do you like best? I mean, Camilla would just be doing my head in. Yeah. Vampires aren't usually my team, but, um, you know, I'm not really into vampires. <laughs> I don't want to be reminded of death, you know what I mean? I'm that old now. I don't want to be going to the grave. Oh, I know. Yeah, but when we talked about cold feet. We're just a cold body all the time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to do press-ups just to feed my heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I suppose... Who's that one that's... Um, the redhead. Yeah, she's nice. Oh, is that Harla Dar? Is she the diplomat? Yeah, she yeah. She seduced your man, didn't she, later on? Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, does a bit of yeah, seduction. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on in that episode. But anyway, let's not skip to it. <laughs> <laughs> You just want to skip ahead to the best bits, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah, reaction. So, <coughs> yeah, so that's really, isn't it? Isn't it episode one that uh, when they get to the town, when Belmont and Cypher get to the town, and you know, yeah. it's a typical Belmont, he's basically an alcoholic. Let's be honest. Yeah. He is an alcoholic. All he thinks about is beer. And he gets his hands on a nice beer and he goes, oh, that was better than sex. Of course, uh, Cypher's not happy about that. What she do? She freezes his beer. <laughs> I know, I know. The look on his face, the animation <laughs> is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I felt that uh, the animation in t- season two and three is a lot better than season one. Yeah. Maybe it's just my imagination, but certainly looks more, looks beautiful and, uh, you know, it looks really nice. Like, and, Yeah. But yeah, that was good. That was that was a funny moment. Yeah. All right. This is why I think I think Belmont gets some of the best moments in this season. That yeah. was just it was just brilliant because he forgets about the meet a judge and a prior, and he just runs past them and finds the bar. Yeah, straight to the bar. <laughs> of course, before they get to the town, of course they slay a few demons. You know. Oh and, yes. And then when they get to the town, then they meet the the the, the, the mayor, the prior. Uh, the mayor is the town. He's a bit of a uh, deviant. Well, yeah. I'm, uh, oh no, they uh, don't yeah. be actually meet him yet. No, it's, they, it's well, it's for prior, isn't it? Yeah. It's so, and this is it's a really, really strange tale at first. Yeah. You try to get your head around it a bit until it's a bit explained. Thing, essentially, the priests of the church believe in Dracula. And they're quite open about believing in Dracula. Yes, but, but where, did they believe in Dracula before this incident, or were they always believers in Dracula? I think they were believers in Dracula once the incident happens. Yes. And people know about Dracula, which is fair enough. Hmm. And if I was the judge who was in charge of a town, I would even though the church is still fairly powerful, I'd be kicking these prior and monks out straight away. I won't be having it. But yeah. he just lets them there. But I think they're, they're definitely... I think the judge is, is, is afraid of what's going on in there and he wants to find out before he goes all guns blazing. 
True. I mean, he's had his opportunities. He could go in as a judge, isn't he? But, um, yeah. I suppose he wants Belmont and Cypher to do his dirty work. Well, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. He's a bit of a sneaky one, you know. Yeah. He's not someone you could trust, really. Well, no. Well, I think he... I don't know. He comes across really well. Um, he's voiced by... Hold on. He's voiced... He's voiced by isn't Isaac. He is voiced by... Not Jason. Is it Jason Isaacs? Yeah, Jason Isaacs. All right. So, yeah. Who plays, you know, a really famous actor. Yeah. Um, Harry Potter... Um, who else? Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. yeah, really, really, really good actor. Yeah. So, I don't know, he comes across as really, really well. But, um, yeah. But it sort of ends there, doesn't it? It's like, all right, Belmont without his beer, because it's frozen by Cypher. The priests are a bit strange, because we've worshipping Dracula. Yeah. See, um, right away you're aware that there's something going on in the town that's yeah. not quite right, you know, and, you know, this is where the story's going to lead, you know. So yeah. there's basically three ongoing stories. There's, you know, there's a story between Belmont and Cypher, there's a story between um, the witches, and then there's a story between Isaac. Yeah, well, Isaac comes into episode two. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, this Isaac is the other Forge Master. We forgot Hector is still Poor with Camilla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I seduced. suppose he's got his comeuppance because he, you know, he deceived Dracula, so, you know, he got what he deserved as far as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you betray your master I mean, yeah. for a woman. I mean, yeah, you just get to walk him um, for 13 days on barefoot. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, he gets put in the jail as well, doesn't he? The yeah, prison yeah. of the vampires. He gets some mouldy bread and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and then episodes two introduces Isaac, and interestingly, he enters a city, and you'd expect an attack, and there's no attack. And this is what this season does quite nicely. There's quite a lot of flips, quite a lot of surprises. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't really want to. No, he doesn't want to cause any harm. But no. you know, this is, is reaffirming his, his, you know, Dracula's uh, plans to, to to wipe out humanity, basically, because most humans are just unreasonable and rude. Yeah. And he's basically just saying, "I, I don't want any trouble, but you know, if you don't let me through, yeah. you're gonna get your comeuppance." <laughs> yeah. True. I mean, because he goes to visit that um, dealer, isn't it? the yeah. um, antique dealer, mm. who gives him a gift. He's quite surprised. Yes. That he gets the gift of a mirror. He has to call the mirror Sir, which I found quite amusing. Yeah. Sir Mirror. <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just little things like that that we just like really find um, amusing in this in this season. Yeah. They did bring the humour more than previous seasons. That's what I will say. So, but yeah, he gets a gift of a mirror. He's quite surprised he gets a gift. Um, and then, like you said, he tries to leave the um, city, but the guards are all getting 
Ah, I've been no, I've been having any of it. They see a they see a monster, they see a beastie, but want to kill it. They sort of think, yeah, but when uh, I took it to myself, if I was one of them guards now and I seen an army of freaking monsters coming towards me, I just I mean, he wants to just pass through and let him pass through. I'm not gonna you know, I'm gonna go home tonight for a cup of tea. No. No, I mean, I have a dose of COVID. I've got a twice <laughs> lesion, fourteen days. Oh great. Yeah. You know, I'm like I am not on I'm not on duty tonight, I'm off. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, they won't let him through basically, so he has to slaughter him. Yeah, he has to kill him, and yeah. then I will come back to Isaac in a bit because he eventually goes to the docks because he needs to get a ship because he's somewhere in the Middle East and he needs to get to Genoa. Yeah, that's where he's going. Um, it then flips over to Carmilla. Yes. And she comes up with a plan to take my beloved Poland as basically a big giant gourmet meal. Yes, um, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, and that's her plan. That's her news-like plan, and the sisters have to work it out how to do it. Basically. I'm just thinking, it's not really. And this is a this is a whole thing with this season. There's not really a major, like we say, there's not a major bad person, one focus. They don't have major ambition yeah. of evil, to do evil. All Camilla wants is a little empire and some humans just to feed upon and keep breeding. Yeah, <laughs> so basically. She, and so she just wants a takeaway buffet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She just wants a magic Willy Wonka feed me forever <laughs> type of scenario. <laughs> she just wants to be fed for the, for the rest of her, for eternity, basically. So she, she wants to put all the humans into a pen, leave them there, feed off them when they need it, and let them uh, reproduce. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. a genius plan. I know. <laughs> keep them safe, keep them protected. And we'll have a few now and then to eat from. It's like... Okay, yeah. I think vampires really do need something grander sometimes. But mm. yeah, you know, what do, what do we actually get? All they want to eat is humans. So yeah, I suppose. You know, if that's all they want. Well, I suppose to, that's the way they stay alive. You know, they need to have the blood to continue mm. going. So that's totally selfish. It's, you know, from their part, it's just they want to live forever. So yeah. I suppose if you if you had the option to live forever, would you? Mm-hmm. Who wants to die? I don't want to die, but I don't want to drink blood for it. Eh? <laughs> true, true. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Big price to pay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, maybe Highlander, but then they've got the Kurgan after me, after my head, so I don't know. True. Hmm. Back to, <laughs> back to Alucard. Back, back, back to Alucard. Oh, yes. Poor Al Alucard. He's lonely. <clears throat> yeah. <sighs> I know. He's so lonely. And he gets into a fight with two people from Japan. Yeah. Who have come and to follow the Japanese vampire. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Uh, some Japanese... Chen, yeah, it was a Japanese vampire. Yeah. Um, and they want to kill her. 
when they basically Oops. want uh, Alucard to teach them the ways. Yeah. Teach them everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they have a little fight, but eventually agrees to do that. And we have a new character in the village called Saint Germain. Ah, yes. And he, he, it was voiced by Richard Armistice. No, no, Bill Nye. All oh, right, yes, yes, Bill Nye. I thought I recognised it. Yeah, and he was, um, he's an interesting character. Yes, um, he talks to Belmont, but Belmont just gives him short shrift, basically, and just yeah. tells him to piss off. Yeah, he doesn't he, want to. You don't know whether you can trust this character or not. You know, he's too. Full, he's full of himself, basically. Yeah. He's got a, you know, he's got a hidden agenda going on there somewhere. He's the most richly dressed person in the village. He certainly is, yes. You know, he's like... Yeah, I don't know whether that's a front. Or you, you, you're not too sure whether that's just a front or whether he's trying to, you know, make an impression. I know, and I'm just like thinking, why would you call yourself Saint Son? I'm Saint. Saint Zerman. Yeah. You're like, what, are you a saint? Or what? Are you holy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. But, so, the two episodes in, we've visited every main character. We have got f- five or well, six new characters. Yeah. Um, we've got the Vampire Sisters, we've got Saint Germain, we've got the Judge, and we've got um, the Prior. So, We've all got these things in motion. It's all set up. Um, now, the village was called Lindenfeld. And Belmont and Cypher have a little chat whether they should leave or not, don't they? They're sort of like, it's a bit boring. We need to get a move on. Um, let's go. Because they're sleeping in bed. And Cypher, funny enough, doesn't quite like it. She wants the adventure. She wants to go off and um, sleep in a wagon all the time. Mm. Kill beasties. Yeah, exactly. She just wants to, you know, roam the country and <clears throat> have a bit of fun, collect a bit of coin, and move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, she wants to be entertained. Yeah. Um, and the judge sort of stops by and sort of like says. I need to have a chat with you hmm. about stuff and basically tells him a bit about himself that he was in the capital he was originally from Lindenfeld went to the capital and then was given this job to be in charge um, of Lindenfeld and I just thought the little jokes the little things and between Belmont and Cypher it does develop their relationship quite well yeah. and the animation between the two of them is really good I just found it really. Their relationship was probably one of the highlights of the season. Yeah, definitely. That little thing. Um, and it seems that their relationship is basically based on killing monsters. Basically, yeah. A solid foundation there, for, yeah, I think. Of course, yes. In a, in a, <laughs> never a dull moment. That's it would never be a dull moment. I mean, you know. <clears throat> One of those things where I've discussed it with my wife, shall we just go kill the monsters? Just, you know, I don't know how she'd take it. Probably not very well. No, no. 
you don't yeah. understand. No. I mean, what happens when you're without a monster? Well, I, I watched it? this on, you know, on my, on my own, basically, as well, because there was no point in even going there, you know, hmm. watching cartoons. Uh, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, at this stage now, I'm thinking, there's not much action going on here, so they're obviously building up to something big, and, yeah. you know, they're, they're obviously going down the route of, now, I could be mistaken, I know season two, there was a lot, a lot more fights and Hmm. Goes on, uh, so things have settled down now, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm not, I'm not seeing much action. I'm not expecting much action, so I'll just get on with the story. Yeah, and I, f- I think it, it was very chatty. It was interesting chatty because, like I said, it wasn't long, so each episode's very tight in its editing yeah. and very tight in its scripting, which was which was really good. I mean, one of the best conversations is between Isaac and the captain of the ship he, yes. he hires. And Isaac basically promises that the beast will not kill any of his men, yeah. the sailors. Yeah. So they all stay on the thing. Yeah. And this captain is um, is an interesting guy. Yes, he's he's a very wise man. And I think Isaac respects him in some, you know, some way. Yeah, he sees him as not being a unreasonable human being, and you know he's somebody who could, could uh, he could communicate with. Yeah, it, it makes him pause, doesn't it? Because he's done all that killing in the city, and he thinks he has to kill every human. Yeah, and basically the captain says, "Well, you've got revenge, which is a worthy goal." Yeah, but what happens when you have it? Because when you have it against Camilla, you basically have a country, and then you become a ruler. What are you going to do then? Exactly. You know, so it makes him think about well, what am I going to do? And the captain suggests be kind. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think he also sees him as a mentor. I think Isaac looks up to him some way. Mm. I think if he, if they had have been, you know, they had had more episodes with them two characters in it, I think they would have, you know, had that Dracula Isaac role going on there at some stage. Yeah. But yeah, he could. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, Isaac thinks he wants to kill all the humanity for what he's punished, what he's suffered. Um, I think he did, deep down, I don't know what he wants to kill everybody, but he certainly. With, you know, up to that point, his, his, his own experience with humans was mm. that they were unreasonable. And, you know, he, even though he tried to reason with them, they wouldn't hear of it. So, you know, it, it's just made him his own belief even stronger that, you know, human, humans are unreasonable and should all die. Yeah. Yeah. But I think uh, this captain gives him some hope and belief that not all humans are like that. No, and it makes him probably think that he has to change himself. Yeah. Because that's what because that's what his life has been like. It's always been based on revenge. Yeah. It's revenge against because wasn't it? I think I seem to remember season two. It was a priest that whipped him and yes, beat him. Yes, that's right. Yes. And so that's made him turn that's to Dracula. Yeah. And it makes him think. Well, if I keep doing this, what 
what is what do I do afterwards? Yeah. And I suppose this is what um, the thing with Dracula wasn't it? If I keep killing humanity, what is it at the end of it? What am I aiming to achieve? And it's quite an interesting um, take on villains' ambitions. And, you know, what do you mean? To, what do you achieve? And once you've once you've achieved that, what what do you um, mean to get afterwards? Yeah, I think the the hatred and the revenge was such so overwhelming that they didn't think it through after they did kill everybody in the world what purpose would they have hmm. so you know it just proves that revenge and hatred should not be consuming you totally there's other things in life <laughs> yeah yeah well no, he no. is Dracula I mean come on I know <laughs> yes. yeah he is Dracula <laughs> He, he's got an endless life and he could have done so much more. Yeah. So, and also we see Lenore saying that she can convince Hector because Hector is the main crux of the vampire's plan because he needs to make more beasts. Without yeah. him forging more beasts... They basically don't need him to... Camilla didn't really treat him the best, so... No. If they want him... To do stuff for him, they have to gain his trust. Yeah, and they're quite boxed in because all the beasts will be loyal to him rather yes. than the vampires. Yes. So they might have the troops, but the troops won't fall, listen to them because yeah. they will listen to Hector. Exactly. So Lenore goes down and says she can sort it out, and Hector tries to basically beat her up and try to escape and basically she shows she's not an easy touch she just beats him up mm. exactly. so yeah that's it you gotta watch his vampires super strength I just don't know where he's coming from he's a human yeah. she's a vampire you just go I ain't gonna mess you've seen Dracula you know mm. what you can do exactly you know he just never learns Hector he just needs these lessons in life to be hard exactly you know <laughs> Don't trust vampires. No. No. Don't, don't think they're weak. <laughs> and just because she's a pretty girl, you know, don't don't forget that she's a vampire. We get on to episode four. Yeah. And I can't even remember the names. Sunny Sumi and Takia. Takia. Yeah, share their background, and they were part of the court of a Japanese vampire. And one of the things she refused to do was fight. Oh, she fought samurai. She refused to kill them with honor, doesn't she? Yeah. That's yeah, one of the things samurai do is like they kill themselves. She refused to let them kill themselves, and she yeah. out the throats. And this blood would come splattering all over the courtiers, all over the place. And yeah. Yeah, it must be must be hell. Yeah, it's difficult to get blood out these days, yeah. you know, in a washing machine. Imagine having to do it hand washing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Personal automatic would have a field day in this world. Well, well, you would do. You'd just be like, oh, bloody hell, she's killed another, she's killed another person. <laughs> oh, come here. I've just got this washed out. Yeah, there's no value in life in, the, in this world at all, no. is there? <laughs> no. no, and you, you said... It is our world, set in our world, 
Yeah. But not our world because it's set me, set me past. But there's little differences as well that seem to be going on. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'd be annoyed every time I got covered in blood. <laughs> Getting out of your hair as well. Oh, I could just oh. imagine. <laughs> I know. No problem. I don't have hair. It's on Grant. Get in my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> you just take a cloth, you wipe it off, you'll be all right. Mm. I could be the perfect vampire slayer. <laughs> <laughs> perfect Cartier. He's like, oh, here we go again. So these two characters seem to be quite friendly, and uh, Alucard is getting a. You know, building up a, a bit of a uh, relationship with them, and yeah. he, he, he seems to like them, and he also seems to like having them around. I suppose. Be the word. Yeah, he has, has got a bit soft. Eh? All he does is cooking for him, and all they do is moan. Yeah. Let him do the cooking. Let him do the cooking. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You see, he was—he's another classic case of vengeance. After he killed his father, that was all that was on his mind. So once he done that, then what else has he got to do? He's got loads of books to read. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, go down, have, have study. Yeah, this mm. is going to happen again. These vampires are going to come after you. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you, 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 you just. Don't know what's going to happen, really, do you? Come on, no spoilers now at this stage, Andy. <laughs> no, you don't. No, not at all. No. So we see the vampire, we see Alcaz cooking, you know, I mean, this is his second meal. The first time was a fish in episode one. Can't remember he cooks this time, but mm. he does a lot. It's like Mary Berry, isn't it? It's like all the time she's on the show. Yeah. Cooking with Alcaz. Cooking with Alcaz, yeah. <laughs> and then. Um, I've got written here, Saint Germain. He manages to get into the priory by yes. being by weaseling his way in. Well, this is the reason why he's here, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, he he ends, you know, he comes along and he he. This is his mission. I am not sure if he's expecting to see Belmont and and. Uh, Sassia here, whatever you call it. Cypher. Cypher. I'm not sure he, he was expecting them there, but he was certainly was well aware of this, the, the priests and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, he just Into wants... priory. He hasn't revealed really what he's after. He's after something, so he managed to get in by convincing the prior, the prior that you can find out more about Dracula by reading the books. Yeah. And he will f- read the books and he will discover the um, well, secrets about the vampire. So hmm. he comes in and you see straight away on the window, Stenkos window, at one end of the church, you see a big, a big, big beastie. Um, hmm. Upside down. Now, we did miss a bit out because the judge describes how there was attacked by the beasts. Yeah. And the beast, one of these big beasts, fell into the priory. Yeah. And there was a big electrical storm and the never thing came is dead. Out. Yeah, it never came out. Yeah. And monks and have been going in. Ever since that day since is when the yeah. monks, monks became very secretive. Yeah. I mean, if I was a judge, you know, you're meant to be quite inquisitive, you're meant to be quite analytic. You meant to put two and two together, 
Yeah, but you see, he's still afraid. Or he doesn't know what he's going into, so he's not going to go barging in there. So he's a tactician as well. He doesn't want to go in there into the unknown. He, you know, true. He wants to get his little minions like Belmont going in there and 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 to see cipher to get to see what the story is. You know. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't think that he, he's a Belmont at first, does he? He doesn't think that he's a that he's no. a seeker. Yeah. Seeker magician, and he's a Belmont. It's only yeah. until later on that he's like, "Oh, you are one." Yeah. So yeah, I know he's a, he's a devious one, isn't he? Very clever. Instead yeah. of just risking his own men and his own life to get rid of him, he's not the type of bloke you would want to meet in a dark alley. Let's put it that way. No, no, <laughs> very. He's very strict. He seems, he seems he's wearing. I think he's a nice character though. At this point. I do think he's a nice character. You do think he's very straightforward. Yeah. All right, he's, he's using Belmont and Cypher, but he wants to do right by the town. Yeah, you get that um, feeling that he's, you know, doing it for the good of the town. But Yeah. Hmm. But when we go in, they don't, get, they don't manage to get in. They sort of kill some monks going around, and Sir Geran goes in and... Um, notices like I said the beast upside down but it's not the beast that fell into it it's another beast um yeah seems to be a developing beast left right and center yeah and that sort of leaves it there with Sergio Man and we then switch to Isaac who lands at Genoa and once again deja vu hmm you're not coming in yeah <laughs> Our name's not on the list. <laughs> I know. Beast 1, Beast 2. <laughs> you just think maybe, like, he'd go ahead without the beasts. Well, um, I mean, yeah, but then he, he, he's, his little beasts are following him, so he's the, he's the beast master, so they're going to follow him. He can't tell them to stay put. He has to bring them everywhere he goes. They're like no, his little pets. Wouldn't you just give him big cloaks or something? Yeah, I suppose he would be less you know, menacing looking if he hadn't got his beast with him and people may not even bid him the time of day, but, you know, mm. he has to bring his beast everywhere. Oh, but yeah, but can you just say, we're out here, I'm just going to get some food, some water, and I'll be back out, and then we can go round the city. Yeah. And then... But he doesn't. I no. tell you what, the captain. The captain did right. He scarped as soon as he landed. Oh yeah, he took off. Yeah, I'd seen that. Yeah, he just said, "I'm out of here." Yeah. I got a lucky escape there with that nut job. I, know. I charmed the arse off him and got out. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, I convinced uh, him to be kind. Isaac says, listen. I can't go anywhere. I have to go through. I can't go back because my ship's gone. So where am I going to go? I'm going to go straight through the town. I'll cause you no trouble. Uh, just let me move on. Mm. No, no, no. No. McCall's no, no. not with you. But no. And then, do they just kill the whole city? Yeah, um, basically, you just see it, it comes, it, it, an overshot of the city, and there's just mm. red lights going off everywhere. So he's obviously, you know, creating more beasts from mm. killing the people. Wait, does, it, does he create more beasts? Or does he just goes, kill everybody? I don't need, I don't need their bodies. It's funny because I thought he was he was creating more beasts because 
Because every time he killed somebody with his yeah his knife, he would create beasts. But then it don't get that feeling that his army is increasing anyway, in any no. way, through each episode. So you can, yeah. So your point there is taken. He's probably just killing people. Yeah, at that I mean, stage, it's a tactical error for what he has to go through later, isn't it? I mean, you've yeah. got a major town here. You yeah. just kill him, make more beasts, and then you don't have to go through the crap you have to go through later. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you and don't you get that feeling that he is creating more beasts because no. you, you don't see the the army growing that much. You know, you, they no. don't give you that overview of the big army. You know, probably costs a lot of money to do more animation like that. Think of new designs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> probably costs <laughs> more management skills to have to and, uh, to, yeah. to look after all the beasts. You know. I know, it's like, oh god, I've got another 2,000 beasts, jeez, what am I going to do with these? Oh god, I just want the day off. <laughs> I know. That's why, that's why he keeps going, I just want to pass, I don't want any more beasts, I don't yeah. need any more. Don't need these any more, just let me pass. This are a hassle. <laughs> yeah, fed up looking at the rugged kissers. <laughs> yeah. I know, not one of them is attractive. No, not even, like. no, on a lonely night you couldn't get one of them into your bed. No, no, jeez, no. big teeth, always, uh you think no. he creates something like nice and nice looking, but now he seems to create these ugly, humongous monsters. I know. Yeah. He's just like, come on. Yeah, maybe you've got a bit more imagination. Yeah, exactly. Than that. <laughs> um, so that's the end of season episode four. Four? Yeah. Episode five, I just wrote down, this is what I wrote down, more talk. More talk, yes, we're still in episode five. And it's still building the story. Belmont and the judge discover an anonymous symbol yep. in the town. So they're, they're curious what's these symbols. Uh, St. Germain's treasure hunt is cut short. And Alucard's bond with Sumi and Taka continues to grow. So basically, is this the episode St. Germain discovers... He gets into the actual prior and starts reading the books. And did you see that bit where the the symbols on the wall in the priory, and then the crucifix of the Lord is turned upside down? Yeah, yeah, interesting. It's, it's it also revealed that he's looking for something called the Infinite Corridor. Yeah. Um. So basically, this season, this episode is just building on for the previous episodes basically yeah yeah the story. More, continuation of the story more chat more mystery like you yeah. said the symbols there's no real action in these episodes no nothing really just continuation no. of the story yeah more than all and I think Alucard's really bonding with Sumi and Taka and it's given him a new purpose in life to train these two it, it, it is, and then, but I think, is it this episode or is it later episodes? You start getting a bit, hmm, something's going on with these two. They yeah. start looking a bit shifty at each other. And They're not as friendly as they make themselves out to be. You no. sort of, you, you think there's a hidden agenda with these two, you know? Yeah. They're up to something. Yeah. Um, but Alucard is, I'm not sure if he's aware of it. But he said he he's just enjoying the company basically, yeah, and training them now. 
and I think it was the next episode or six or seven that they start to get impatient and want to know more um, and you know they have trust issues <laughs> yeah 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 they keep asking out. Alucard can we you know take off in the, in the castle like can the castle rise up again they keep saying that to him they keep asking him can we not move the castle can the castle not move and stuff like that and, which is very curious yeah I mean we just want this castle to move and he says no I've shown you everything yeah there's no more there's no more to see and you're like oh come on let's change your record you too now but this is the episode the where mystery. the judge is in the this city and this little kid comes running and the judge says no running oh, and yeah. then he says well I suppose you're looking for an apple aren't you yeah. and he says well if you go down down the road over the bridge turn left take a right and straight ahead of you there's a lovely big tree that's my orchard why don't you go and pick yourself three apples Yeah. and you see yeah. the kid scuttering off down the road I know. <laughs> More to be continued. <laughs> I know, one. I know. <laughs> that I know. story. <laughs> that was a bit of a... Yeah, that's just like little dropping, you know, like thing. It's like... It, it is like Game of Thrones where you you do have to watch it because everything has a meaning. Yeah. You know, all the characters we'll seem like to have a, it. All the characters seem to have a backstory of their own and their own reasons hmm. for wanting to get things on their way yeah and there's very little waste in terms of plot and how it oh yeah they feel the, the they filled the 20 odd minutes out very well now yeah yeah um so that happened and then we go to episode six which i think on one of the scott written lenar continues seduction of hector and because they've, they've gone for a walk and i thought it was very very manipulative by her and she asks him, it's almost like giving him the power, making him in charge when she asks him, can I see you tomorrow night? You know, like, yeah. she's the demure one, the one who's just like, you know, you've got the power, you can make a choice. Yeah, she's making him feel like he's in control, even though she yeah. makes him put a dog collar on her. Yeah, um. yeah. <laughs> so she's fecking with his brain. Yeah. She's telling him, oh, can I see you tomorrow? But yeah, you better put this dog collar on if you're going for a walk. He's... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 she's a dominatrix, and then she makes him feel all like he's in control. She's messing with his mind. Well, she does. She gives him a book about magic, vampire mm. magic. Then she's giving him a, a collar. You can come out with me, but you've just got to wear this collar. Yeah, and if yeah. you don't put on clothes, you know, wondering. put yeah. on those clothes, otherwise, the, otherwise the birds will think it's a maggot under your leg. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> or a twig. <laughs> so, yeah. so she's belittling him all the time, even though she's trying to make him feel impaired. I know she keeps calling him a pet. Yeah. For like nine and stuff. And you but like, oh, come on. He's just a bit more aware of this, but he's just so browbeating it feel that. He's yeah. just like, oh, listen, then this beautiful vampire wants him. He's like, oh, okay. Well, he's getting some affection. He's getting some sort of attention, which he, mm. you know, he, he got it baited out of him by Camilla, so. It just shows you, doesn't it, that some people, if they're given a little bit of attention, will just do anything. Exactly. Yeah, well, it's quite interesting. Um, we get to the more, we see a monk carving a symbol into a building, 
of um, the of Belmont and Cypher. There's Belmont and Cypher in bed, they're chatting away. Um, we also get Saint Germain's uh, experiences a feeling a nightmare about the infinite corridor. Yeah. So this is a bit more uh, his story in in the dream that you see this weird psychedelic dream where he's going down this infinite corridor. Yeah. And it's so like, you don't know whether that's a dream or whether you already experienced it previously. Yeah, I mean, the infinite corridor. It's, it's they've done it in a different animation style. It's more CG, isn't it? Yeah. Um, there's a, like a walker there. Um, yeah. And that, that walk that. Not that, that, no, not that. No, ATST. Yeah. ATST or an Ed 209 Walker type of walk, yeah. walking around. There's um, Dreams of a Future, mechs, and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Like you said, it's just a weird type of thing where has he experienced this or is he experiencing it now or is it because he's close to the infinite corridor? Yeah. Uh, who knows? I'd say it's possibly the fact that he's close to the infinite corridor and these are, you know, illusions in his hmm. like you just say later on it would be nice to have a, 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 a sleep you know without all the dreams so obviously yeah. he gets these every night so yeah yeah I must, I must have some money as well because he's paying for this um, room hmm so he's not short of a few bob no he's not whatever with his, his clothes and all that his well trimmed beard and all that he's a rich person yeah and then we get a scene which is I found it quite interesting because we just mentioned about Isaac just you know just needs to make a nice beast and have a chat with him. Yeah. We get a chat with a beast. Yeah, a beast that actually talks. Yeah, he was a philosopher of some sort before yeah, he was from a beast. Ancient Greece, Athens. Exactly. Yes. What do you remember? I was a scholar. Really. I was in a place called Athens. I think it was a long time ago. What did you study? I was a philosopher. And this was a thing that sent you to hell? I lived as a man during a time when the empire that ruled Athens changed its religion and laws. I believed philosophy to be the study of the systems of the world and our purpose in it. And yet discussion of the nature of the divine became a crime. Who declared this a crime? Christians. To be a philosopher was a sin. And one important Christian was heard to say that the people should hunt down sinners and drive them into salvation as a hunter drives its prey into traps. To think about God would surely not be a sin in God's eyes. Perhaps, and yet. Here I am. And perhaps you have not told me all of your dream. I was betrayed, forge master. 
I was hunted. I was tortured. I lied for my life. In a church. Before a church. I gave up others so that I may live. I became a sinner. And... And they killed me anyway. I woke up in hell because this world is insane. And I learned something about sin. What did you learn? I learned to like it. And I always thought it was going to be one of these famous, maybe Socrates or something, yeah. that we were going to hint at that this guy was Socrates, but yeah. they didn't go that far. No. Did they? But no. they just said, they didn't just chat about sin and the fact mm. that he sinned. Yes, but he was also a holy man of some sort, and then yeah. they, they, you know, they decriminalized religion based the Catholic religion so yeah. he became a sinner yeah I mean interesting it is but ancient Greece there was no Christianity so no. did <laughs> this is it so did the concept of the ancient Greece version of hell mix in with the Christian version of hell or just hell just change oh, Christianity is a dominant religion change redo, redo the decor um, we'll have new gods and stuff yeah it, it was a bit strange how he describes sin as that and that he he was from ancient greece yeah so just just but the fact that he learned about sin wasn't it he enjoyed and he enjoyed it that was it yeah so i think that was his time from hell and being alive that he just enjoyed it yeah um then we get to episode seven, and I just bought WTF toilet paper. Yes, <laughs> that was one of the uh, Saint Germain says about toilet paper. Yeah. Uh, to the judge, and the judge goes, "What's toilet paper?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was quite funny. Um, so Saint Germain makes unsettling discoveries and Isaac marches towards a showdown. Yeah. Um he makes a the discovery about a Forge Master book with pages ripped out of it. Yeah. Um Of course he can't uh, mind his own business, so he goes looking. Yeah, he goes looking down he goes looking down the steps and he, he does. sees the yeah. beast. On a cross. Yeah. Um, what do we call it? Nailed, not nailed to a cross, because it's almost like... No, he wants uh, to be tied wooden. up, actually. Yeah. He did. The, the priest, actually, you hear him saying that we did what you asked. You wanted us to tie you up, so he couldn't be set free. So, mm. obviously, there's a reason for that. Yeah. So... And of course, yeah. Saint Germain just sees this beast and legs it. 
legs it. But he's got that little stern, hasn't he? So that little stern yes. directs him to the um, infinite corridor. Yeah. And that stern reminded me of the eyes of a beast. They were yeah. similar in in their colour and hue and multicoloured rainbow colours and stuff. I thought, is that stern and I have a previous beast yeah. and just become hardened? I don't know. Also, that's the stone he saw in his dreams. So... In the infinite corridor so uh, he must have been in the infinite corridor previously yes because yes. otherwise he wouldn't have got the, the stone yeah yeah so unless the stone just dropped out of his dreams who knows <laughs> i don't know it was just a bit it was just another thing another layer another mystical guffin for him for him to find and i don't i'm so i'm not that hot on castlevania law so I don't know if this is no. part of Castlevania law or not, or if it's just something I did by Ellis into it. Yeah. But, you know, an infinite corridor probably suggests that to anywhere probably is going to be used next season. Yeah. Probably to bring back some big bad. Big bad. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Uh, then we we go we switch over to Isaac again, and this is it. This is his season. Just flips, flips, flips. It yeah. Does. It's a bit like um, I mean, especially the penultimate episode. It's like Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Just flips, 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 flips yeah. a different one. And Isaac meets another Miranda, um, the Forge Master, who mentions that her town or her city was all the people in it were captured by a magician. Yeah. And he's using it to build some sort of tower. Yeah. And this is this is it. So Isaac all of a sudden wants a bigger army, so he wanted to use the people. He had all of Genoa yeah. to do, but now he's doing it the hard way by having to fight a magician. Well you see, people. that's where you be, that's where you would be led to believe that he did kill everybody in Genoa and that he did yeah. convert them to being demons you know what I mean mm. that he just needs the biggest army he can possibly get because obviously he knows what's coming yeah or he has a sense of what's coming it's just, or he's just a bad planner he's just a bit <laughs> of a foresight or he just couldn't just he just couldn't be bothered <laughs> I know, he just couldn't be bothered that time oh, you know I just can't be bothered turning any more people to yeah. beast I mean, I'm, I'm having a few days off <laughs> and then just realised ah bollocks I should have done it yeah yeah, one of those things we you know you can take the easy route and you realise I'll oh, just have a relax and his life becomes a bit harder because he didn't do it previously. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I mean but she convinces him to go to the magician because he's got this magic mirror. Yes. That um can transport that's a mirror that, that can transport armies and yes. stuff long distances, isn't it? Yeah. That's when he's like after. A teleporter of some sort. Yeah. It's almost like a another link to the infinite corridor almost. Mm. Possibly. Who knows? And then we um I thought this was funny. Um Belmont fighting the uh, the two monks. Yeah. Um beats them both, knocks them out, and stuffs one into a barrel. Can't get a leg, so breaks a leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, once again, you get a little bit of action in episode seven. Yeah, you get, just a bit. Yeah, 
but you do sense a feeling of six and seven of things building up now. Yes, definitely. Um, starting to roll on. Yeah. And then we get to episode eight. And this is the longest season of the three. So episode one was, season one was four. Season two was eight. This one's ten. Yeah. So you can see the deepening the story. Um, and we get the, oh, what called? The two Japanese, Sune and Takia. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're talking about Alucard and why he doesn't want to move and so yeah. on. And basically they're saying this is the closest he can get to death. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want to die, but he doesn't really want to live either. Yeah. He's sort of in limbo. Yeah. Um, I found it funny with St. Germain in this episode, shocked the fact that Cypher and Belmont are going to help him. Yeah. You know, they discuss a plan to get into the Priory, and they're like, oh, we'll um, give an opening. And he's like, well, what? <laughs> For you to get to the infinite corridors. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like he's never received help before. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hector's shocked about vampire philosophy. Yeah. Um, he shouldn't be shocked by vampire philosophy. I don't know why no. it is. Um, Belmont gets the judge to get rid of Salah. Salah the prior. What is his name? And there's, when they get to the church, there's bloodstained all over the floor. Hmm. And um, that's how it ends, basically. It's just another build-up episode. Yeah. And we get to episode nine, and this is the this, big one. This is when it kicks off. I know. Lots of stuff going on here. Lots of I know. sexy scenes and violence it's really all rolled into one juicy episode it is yeah. this is the only episode that gets, should get a 15 the rest of them shouldn't get a 15 this is this is the one the episode that deserves a 15 the rest Definitely, of them probably yeah. pg yeah 12s or something yeah i mean i wrote look at my notes i wrote two and a half pages of notes <laughs> on this one episode alone yeah so this one, a bit like Return of the, Return of the Jedi, flips from scene, from character to character to character to character. It flips between Alucard and Takai and Sunni. Yeah. Then it flips over to the Judge, Belmont, Cypher, Saint Germain. Then it will flip over to um, Isaac, Isaac and fighting the mage. Yeah. And then it'll flip over to um, Carmel, uh, Lenore and Hector. Yeah. And essentially what you've got here is two battle scenes and two sex scenes. Yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> Intertwined beautifully. <laughs> it is. What do you reckon I should do with it? Should we just focus on one scene, on one range of characters and we'll just take them through and we'll... Let's go for, uh, let's go for Isaac because that was, that was mental. Oh, that was mental, wasn't it? That was the most mental thing I've seen. I think we've ever done. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that now. There's a lot of animation, a lot of you know characters in there. Yeah. Um. So basically, Isaac goes to this village that it, these people are being held under, you know, with these 
uh, crosses on or thorns on their heads. Thorns, and it's thorns. It's like, it? yeah, and it, I don't know whether it was it, it was done on purpose. I feel, and it's almost like Christ's thorns. Yeah, you know, almost like I mean, maybe I'm reading too much of it because I've been. No, that's what I thought too. Yeah, that um, crown of thorns. I thought it was symbolic of Christ's yeah. almost enslavement or demeanor to his father's will to be the sacrifice. Yeah. While these humans are slaves of the magician. Yes. And they're basically sacrificing their lives. Not out of choice, but because they're being controlled by the magician. Well, what are you, some powerful magician because there's hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people in <laughs> I know, uh, I know. It's mental. So Isaac gets to the village anyway and, you know, his beasts are powerful enough, but there's Ooh. too many of these other people. So Isaac sees this terror in the distance with the light shining and this says to himself, well, this must be the center of power. I'm going to get to that place. Yeah. And it's a long, long distance before he gets there. A lot of happens, and obviously the magician can see him coming, so or sense him coming, so he's doing everything in his power to stop him. He does at first, but at first, I get surprised, doesn't he? All the humans are just working. Yeah. So we don't do anything, and we just get killed by the beasts. Yeah. Or get transformed by the beasts at first. Yes. um, By Isaac. It's only later on that things just go. Fucking mental, yeah. absolutely. You've never seen anything like this. This no. is like unbelievable. For an anima- from an animation point of view, it's very impressive. Oh, it is brilliant. It is, I mean, I can see why it took two years to bring this back from season two to season yeah. three. Um, but because this, this is just nuts. I've it's like a, it's capital. like an animation of Dynasty Warriors the game. Yeah. <laughs> thousands of people on the screen at one time. And, uh, yeah. and it's pretty it, impressive. And it is, and they're all wearing these green lights. Yeah. So, basically, the wizard creates, and I've got it in big capital letters with loads of exclamation mark, ball of human. Yes. He creates this massive ball of humans. Gets all the townsfolk and just puts them together as this giant sphere up in the sky. Yeah. And then starts spitting them out <laughs> in groups yeah. to kill the beasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he really loves these people. <laughs> I know. He's just like, like boulders. He just starts spitting them out, just legging them with his beasts. Yeah. So, in reply. I, I mean, I don't know why I didn't do this before. I mean, what's the point of having these thousands of beasts when you can have one big beast? Yes, I see that, yeah. Ma- another massive beast. Yeah. And this one beast is like holding this fear of humans. Yeah, he's holding the ball up. <laughs> so that gives <coughs> Isaac the all clear to go through. Yeah. To get through to the tower. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. Absolutely of course, in between all this, you're getting you're, you're getting flesh, but you're getting the other scenes thrown yeah. in for you know with the sexy scenes and stuff, which you know, uh, yeah, yeah, but but yeah, he's just nuts. Eventually, Isaac gets to the tower, 
Yeah. And he's running up the steps and these villagers are coming in through the windows and they're all trying to get him and they're flying up in the air. And yeah. it's, I mean, this episode, you can rewatch and rewatch and there's so much to see because it is just balls nuts. It is just nuts. Yeah. What they're doing with these, these humans. Eventually he gets to the wizard. And he comes under, the wizard takes control of him. Yes. Now this is, this is interesting because the amount of power that wizard has mm. to be able to control all them thousands and thousands of people, you're just thinking to yourself, uh, he's fecked. Isaac yeah. is fecked. So obviously Isaac is very, very powerful because what he does in the next scene is just, you're just going, how he, and the wizard is actually shocked that he can do it, but he yeah. takes his sword and he puts it in between the thorns and tries to break the thorns off his head yeah. uh, but the wizard you know he's not having any of it and trying using all his powers to, to keep it on his head but no no Isaac breaks the thorns off and shabang yeah. goes straight to the wizard and kills him that's it and that leads to another scene of just like uh, going, what the fuck so once the, sh- once the wizard is killed, all the people just fall out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know. It's unbelievable. You got all these people. You think, well, maybe they'll just land safe. No, they're yeah. just tumbling down. They're just dying. <laughs> they're, they're just, just dying. They're just left, right, and center. It's like cloudy with a chance yeah. of um, humans. It's rain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's raining humans, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, oh, I wrote down, there was one scene just prior to that where Isaac, he... Um, throws his arm, doesn't he? He gets one guy and throws his arm and kills another. Yeah. He kills another it, this scene with Isaac is impressive. I Animation. think for, it's, the, it's probably the most impressive part of the whole season, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, from an animation point of view, from yeah. all the stuff that was going on on the screen at the same time, and as you said yourself, Andy, you could probably watch this several times and you'd still see new stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, but, this this that's uh, five minutes of that scene or ten minutes, whatever it was, was was very impressive. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, sphere ball of humans, and yeah, breaking the wizard's control, and then killing them, and then just these human just tumbling out of the sky. <laughs> I don't think they realize. I don't think they, they didn't really show them realizing or screaming. They just seem to be brain dead. And oh yeah, they just. The pair, they're just zombies, basically. Yeah. Mindless puppets, really. Yeah. So, that ends Isaac's tale for episode nine. Where should we go next? Where do you want to go next? What should we, who shall we visit? Well, <laughs> uh, let's go for the Alicard. <laughs> Alicard. <laughs> All right. So, we, we go for battle sex, battle sex. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. So, Sumi and Taka decide to come into Alucard's room in the night time. Because mm. they say, yeah, he's a bit lonely. Let's, let's give him some <laughs> love. <laughs> so, they proceed to have a threesome. Yeah. Uh, basically. <laughs> that's, all it, that's how it starts off with. Yeah. And then, um, the animation, I mean... We don't think we've ever had a little big sex scene in Castlevania. I don't remember having. No, 
No, so this is like proper. It's, it's animation, animated sex, essentially. Yeah. Um, and so we're all getting it on, and part, part way through, um, they pull out some sort of device hmm. that um, ties basically a la carte up. So they're into the tying up game. Yes, you know? that's what you're thinking. They're into this tying up stuff. Mm. Um, they tie him up. They ask him again to show him stuff, don't they? Yes, he keeps. T- Why don't you show us? You're not. You're te- You're holding back, and he's going. I'm not holding that back. You know. He's. Yeah. yeah just get on with it. <laughs> oh, this is it. Yeah, I, I don't want to hold back. Look, I've got two of you. What am I holding back? <laughs> So yeah, they they they're not happy. No, they're not. Um, and that's you know he keeps saying to him, "I'm not holding back. Why don't you just believe me?" Yeah, well, we've always been lighter. So they've got issues. Yeah, they've got really bad issues. And yeah, so it's quite sad. What? Well, they were quite nice characters, but Alakad essentially. Well, they were his, They were basically gonna kill him. So. Yeah. He had to defend himself with his magic. Well, that's it. He, sword. Know, he let himself go. He gave him everything. Yeah. All of himself. Um, and then he, they wouldn't accept it. They wanted more. Yeah. yeah. So he does the one thing that he does and he basically gets his magic sword and cuts it for us. Exactly. Yeah. He got so, what they deserved. Got what they deserved. You know, what more do you have to give? Huh. Um, yeah, so he kills him and then starts crying. Hmm. So that ends that. I mean, it's sad for Alucard, isn't it? It's just gonna, yeah, it's, he's lonely. It, he's got good intentions. I mean, uh, don't know. It's, you feel for him. Yeah, it's going to be tough on him. It's going to um, affect him greatly, as we see next episode. And that ends for that sort of scene. Mm. And we'll flick over to the battle scene, another battle scene. So this is Belmont, Cypher, St. Germain, and the Judge, and Salah, and the Beast. Mm. All things going on. Yeah. So, a bit of background first. So these symbols are already carved into various buildings. The Judge with Belmont and Cypher are going to attack the Priory. Priory or, and they're asking for Salah to come out. Yeah. Um, they're downstairs they've put blood all over the, the priory they're downstairs with the beast and what happens then is some magic where all these houses and buildings with the um, symbols start burning up and you get a nice little scene don't you it's just oh, that poor family you know they're just getting down to a meal yeah. in there with the kids and stuff and whoosh, yeah, dead souls through the flame and all these Pillars of flame come out from these buildings that had these symbols, and they all join together, and they all go through the priory roof, down the steps, and into the beast. So yeah. these, so the basically the villagers of Lindenfield are trapped souls in the beast. Exactly. Um, then what happens is all the monks come out. 
and oh, I forgot to say, Belmont and the judge did question a monk, and he said loads of monks have travelled elsewhere. So mm. that's a bit of a content. That's a bit of a story thread that we haven't fully yeah. um, explained, and probably something in season four. Mm. Um, but yes, essentially these monks come out, and you start this massive bloody battle between the guards and the monks. And I tell you what, these guards are pretty poor. Oh yeah, you know, I think yeah, bad training. Yeah, oh, it is bad training. I mean, if I was, <laughs> I mean, it must be just a day's training, and that's it. Here's your, here's your um, halberd, here's your helmet, here's your here's your uniform. You're a guard now. They'd be like, well, what am I going to use? You know, because I'm, I won't last a minute. Like these guys don't. They're just they're getting killed by these monks, monks with knives on, no armor. You're like, come on, need better trained guards. So that happens outside, um, and I think the I think the animation here is pretty good. Yeah, Cipher and um, Belmont. Belmont, because when he's, they get he's mean dude with that whip of his. Ah, oh, yes, and Cipher with a magician with a magic yep. of ice and fire hmm. is pretty good because they eventually get inside, and it's like um, what do you call it? It just felt like a video game, you know, the end of level, end of game boss. Yeah. Where you've got to fight all the previous bosses, yeah. and um, to forget to the main boss, <laughs> so they end up fighting a bow and arrow guy who loves his things, a number of angel demons type of yeah. things, a Cthulhu beast, not a Cthulhu. Yeah, there was a lot going Cthulhu. on there. There was a lot going on. Was, the animation is really good. Yeah, the use of magic by Cypher is brilliant. She's protecting Saint Germain. Yeah. She's um, doing all sorts of inventive things, ice, skating. Yeah. Uh, eventually, she gets her electricity, electrical powers. Uh, Belmont is using the whip with the type of lantern type of thing at the end. So there's yeah. all this stuff going on, and it, it is brilliant. Um, eventually, they do win, and they get to fight the big beast, the big beast with all the souls in yeah um that's he, more or less going into episode 10 then really isn't it is it is it is it no that all happens no. in episode nine yeah a lot happens in episode yeah, nine that's true yeah um it seems like we saved all the expensive animation for episode nine yeah um so in this one um Salah realizes his mistake and runs out but we'll come back to that in a minute but the beast escapes with all the souls trapped and basically he's a regenerating beast so yeah. every time you wound him he regenerates but a soul escapes I think so he's, you have yeah. to kill him more to so the souls keep disappearing so yeah. they eventually do that and eventually the beast dies they get Sergio Man into the infinite corridor and he says I'll come back and see you again some point. Um, but shock horror, the infinite corridor goes to where? Was it was it settled on on the last scene of it of the episode? Yeah, it settles on Dracula. Dracula with his wife. Yes, with his wife, and she's in hell. 
for a weird yeah. reason. Well, she married Dracula. Yeah, but is that, is that enough to get into hell? Well, I'd say you're pretty much nearly gone. Is it? If you're going to go out, if you're going to go out and fornicate with Dracula, you know what I mean. Let's be honest here, man. Yeah, but but, but God's all about love. Yeah, well, love. you know, he is supposedly <laughs> all about love and forgiveness, but apparently yeah. that's not the case. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, see, Dracula's to probably that. not too, you know, too bothered when he comes back or not because he, he missed his wife in season two, so yeah. he was. He was mourning her, so, you know. Yeah. He seemed happy enough there. <laughs> he did reach out, though, didn't he? he yeah, did he did, yeah, out. he did. He did. Was, he did was that him. a reach out to, you know, go back, leave me alone, or was that a reach yeah. out, I'm coming back for you? I don't you know. know. You know what's going to happen, though. You know it's, he's yeah. coming back, man. He has to. It wouldn't be a Castlevania without Dracula. True. I mean, it's the whole season without Dracula. I mean, he's, you know he's coming back in season four. It's just a given. True, and actually, I am getting confused because part of it's episode ten, so nine and ten yeah. sort of mingle in. They did, um, yeah, yeah. With because this battle does um, continue into season episode ten. Yeah, um, the portal to hell opens. Yeah, part really to hell. Dead. Yeah. Um, so that whole nine and ten is well, halfway through nine, ten, I suppose you could say is. Yeah. And uh, we must not forget about the other fella. Oh, Hector. Hector, poor Pum old Chicken. Hector. I mean, he's poor getting it Hector. on. He's getting it on with the old I would call vampire. him poor old Hector. He's getting it on with the vampire. And then she puts a ring on his finger and now he's her. Yeah. Pet. Yeah. For life. Loyal to her. He is loyal to her so that when he creates the beasts, the beasts will be loyal to him and yep. he is loyal to her. And she gave all the other sisters rings so they'll be all loyal to the witches. Genius. Yep. It is genius. And there's a hint in a previous episode where he does ask about the ring. Hmm. So there's a little drop of the ring. So, yeah, I mean, the sex scene is quite explicit as well, you know. Um, but yes. But, you know, poor man. Yeah. It's been just, ages since he's oh, probably had any. Of course um, it is. He was gagging for it. I know. A bit of attention. I mean, God love him. I know. And then she tricked him with the ring. I know, but she wants to keep him. She, 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 she wants to train him in sex. Yeah, but how long? Oh, yeah, she said he wasn't <laughs> bad in bed. Yeah, well done, Hector. After all that depravity, I'm good surprise you can get it going. Like, you know what I mean? God love you. But obviously he's a strong-willed man, so you know he's young still. Uh, yeah. So he, yeah. But you see, what, what what's going to happen to poor old Hector? I mean, he's going to create this army from hell, and then what are they going to do? Throw him uh, there like a piece of dirt. Well, he's got a day job and a night he's job. He's going to have to need some counselling after this. I'll tell you that, buddy. Oh no! That <laughs> daytime is going to make the beast. Nighttime is going to make love to her. He's, he's never going to get any sleep. <laughs> He's never going to get a break now. God love him. Uh, you just imagine, no, Hector, you need to do it like this. Bit to the left, bit to the right. Yeah. God yeah. love you. Yeah. Poor old Hector. You need I mean, to do he's, better. He's definitely getting the, the wrong, the bad end of the stick for this season. You know what I mean? Poor old Hector. And, uh, I don't think he deserved as much as he got. You know what I mean? No, I probably didn't, but he was, I think... It, 
just cocky shows little shite anyway in season two, isn't he? Is. Yeah. But it just shows you the folly of thinking with your dick, really, I think. Yeah, it does. Being led by it, it doesn't, you know, like, it, it made him follow Camilla, because yeah. he thought he was going to go with her, yeah. and then um, now he followed Lenore, I fell in love with her, and yeah. look where it gets him. Yeah. It just makes you think, look, the folly of men. Yeah. You know, you follow where your dick out goes, and you just go, you to be shit. That's how we ended up where we are today. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yes. It's called reproduction. <laughs> <laughs> Is it called karma, maybe? Yeah, it could be called karma, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So. So, yeah. So, basically, he's under he's under the control of the sisters, and that ends that little thing partway through episode ten. Um, we've got Saint Germain. He leaves and closes the corridor. And then you get the seller of a judge having a fight. And where Salah kills, stabs a judge. Mm. And you get that um, thing from the judge. You're thinking, what? He, he tells Salah how to escape. Yes. You know, basically <laughs> go to the apple tree. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Belmont and Cypher beat. The big beastie close the corridor, everyone's safe. The door to hell is closed, Dracula's trapped. And we get the come running out and we see the judge. I felt sorry for the judge. I'm sorry, but I felt sorry for her. Oh no, he was, a, he was a nice character. Jason Isaacs played him really well. I'm thinking, oh man, can't we just have this character living, you know, being able to survive? However, flip Eggs. it though, yeah, yeah. that's a bit of a surprise. Yeah, so he tells he tells Belmont to burn the house. Yeah. So, being the nice people they are, they couldn't just burn it. They had to have a look inside, didn't they? I know, but before that, don't they go to find where Salah is? And they see underneath Salah, what do they notice? You remember? Uh, little bones. Little bones, yes. Yeah. So the little bones of them think it's animals, don't they? They think, oh, yeah. they're animal bones, that's strange. And, yeah. I, and, I, was, and I always went, ah, oh, you're joking. I put two and two together. I thought, no, really? Ah, yeah. uh, Ellis, you're a bugger. You yeah. just made this character who's made me like him, and he's an evil shit. Yeah. And it's confirmed, like you said, when Belmont and Cypher, <laughs> we, just, we just can't leave things alone, can we? No. They think it could be some sort of treasure or something. They open yeah. the secret room, and what do they find? Little shoes. Little shoes. In boxes. Yeah. Basically, there was a hint, a little throwaway line early on in the season where they talk about the children. There was not many children running around. Yeah. And basically, the judge has been killing the children. Yeah. Sending them to the apple tree where they fall down into a spike pit, yeah. get killed, leave them there, and he takes the shoes. Yeah. It's almost like justifying that each he, the judges had to have his like hobby type of yes. thing. And yeah, I I don't know. I just I, I had a real problem with it. I just thought, yeah. was there a real need? Was there? Yeah, yeah to make yeah. A, this character yeah. be evil. Why yeah. can't he be? A stalwart, good, solid 
judge yeah. character. Well, of... I suppose they're just putting in, you know, cobwebs and skeletons in the closet, you know. And... Yeah. Just didn't and... think they needed to do that far, go that far, really. I don't know. It, I, I can see why, because at the end of it, it sort of comes with Belmont and Cypher going, You've Cypher's going, you, well, we've lived my life, and Belmont's going, well, now you're living mine. Because Belmont's used to all this, used to having these people who he sort of trusts and likes mm. um, being shits, essentially yeah. being evil, and mm. having turning against him or doing evil things. So he's used to it, and Cypher's not used to it. She sees the good in people. She was distraught at the killing of the judge. And all this happening, and it just feels like... I hope there's a big payoff in season four for it. Yeah. Because you're destroying Cypher's optimism about life. Yeah. And I think I don't want another copy of Belmont with Cypher. I quite like the fact that Belmont loosens up this season and they have jokes and everything Mm. like that. I don't want Cypher coming down to Belmont's depression. Yeah, I don't think she does. No, but I can see why they did it. I think that's the end game for it, for this season, but I'm just a bit like... One story point I just didn't think was needed, really. Mm. I don't know how you feel about it, but... Yeah, I didn't think it was required, to be honest with you. No. I didn't think they needed to go there, but, you know, they're just basically showing him he wasn't a saint either no true and, uh, you know fair enough if that's where you like, this is where the writer wants to take it and this is where they want to, they want to take it fair enough and it's a story I, I, I'm not going to stop watching season 4 when it comes out I will watch it just yeah. a bit disappointed if you decided you can't just have one person in authority in this whole country who's just like who's a good person yeah you know we've had the church killing Dracula's wife we've had none of this judge kills kings uh, kids yeah and then the final scene we get of the season is basically Alucard going to his going to the castle and Takia is what's she called again woman Japanese woman Senna is it yeah. Sunny, Sunny, um, staked outside, and Alakar's going. Well, my dad had a good idea when he did this, keeping people away. Yeah. And that is the end of the season. Pretty so much. Overall, yeah. So overall, overall, final thoughts, Colm. Overall, this, I think it worked because. It was. They were short episodes. I didn't feel anyway bored or anything. I mean, considering I watched this over the last three days, mm. and it kept me. Kept me watching. I didn't. Ever turn it off like and. Uh, yeah, I think overall it, it worked well. I'm just curious where they're gonna go from there now. Yeah. And I'm wondering if season four will be similar to season three in that regard because there's a new set of stories now have to build up again 
obviously they can continue with Isaac and they can continue um, with the, the, the vampire's sisters but mm. I'm hoping it comes to some sort of conclusion next season I think they're going to have to I think maybe season 4 might have to be longer because I mean, there's going to be a lot of battles going on I mean you've got Isaac yeah. you've got the witches you've got Belmont and um, who are and then you've got your man in the portal, so... Yeah. Uh, and then you've got Dracula's son. Uh, you know, I am assuming he will hook up with Belmont for next season, I don't know. Now, okay. when, they're, when they're going off in the... in the... in the... in their... in their horse and cart, mm. are they going back to, to Alicard? I don't think so. I think we're just going further on. I think we're mm. just leaving Lindenfeld yeah. at this moment, um, going back on the road, really. Yeah. There were a couple who didn't go f- went from village to village, didn't stay too long and move on. Yeah. I think this is a, it sort of hints at this is the longest they've stayed in the village for a, for a month. Yeah. Interesting. What so did you I'm think? not sure. Um, I liked it. I liked the build up. Um, I thought it was a little. Sp- I thought it was less action, like you said, um, or like in season two, where, um, but but then season episode nine and ten just nuts. Oh, no, definitely does, nuts! Yeah, it does make up for it all, and it does end that story. Um, I quite like the fact, probably the fact there was no big bad. Um, it does miss Dracula. It does yeah. sort of, and but. If you look at it as a whole, I think if you were to rewatch it when they finally end the series as a whole, you'd see this as a, a story building season. Yeah, definitely. Where things are happening, things are being moved into place yeah. now, and who knows what happens in season four, but it's something I can recommend to um, everybody. Like I said, it's less than five hours in total. Yeah. Um, 22 minutes and 22 minutes an episode 28 minutes one a night it doesn't take long the animation is really good and seriously you got to watch episode 9 just to see this sphere of humans yeah and falling out of the sky and being front uses boulders I mean whoever came up with that is just nuts nuts yeah definitely yeah so you thank you Colm and you can catch um Watch we well. First of all, you can listen to our shows on this feed. You can listen to the old Castlevania shows. You can see us at lapsygaming.com. We also stream regularly. Just follow Twitter. You can see who's on, on when and where. I'm doing currently doing Man of Medan. Halfway through that, quite enjoying that. Um, um, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and call by yourself. Uh, you can not. follow me uh, at Last Save Loaded podcast or at Psalm67 on Twitter or twitch.tv forward slash at Psalm67. Uh, you're on Twitch channel, look at you. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> Unemployed, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have time to. Yeah. That's why I was coming about 11 o'clock at night streaming and go, go stream for an hour and so knackered I'm like what am I doing yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you need to you need to, uh, you need to wait till you're brilliant. retired <laughs> yeah yeah many years 
Brilliant. Thank you for joining me, Convo. Thank you. Pleasure as always. Pleasure. Pleasure. Until next season. Until next season. I'm sure we'll get it on before then. I'm Hang sure you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always love a good chat. I like a good nutter, yes. Good morning. <laughs>